the mentors. Yeah. Welcome back to the, the mentors. mentors. This is Vadim. And Sergey, And this is a show where we tell stories of ordinary people that became extraordinary entrepreneurs despite lack of experience, money, or connections, and also a show where we talk about things that are important to us. And one of those things, as we enter the new year, 2019, Anus Dominus. Is that even... We took Latin for four years, by the way. I don't even know if that was accurate, what no, I just said. No. Thanks, Mr. Kane. Thank you. Actually, it was a great teacher. We nothing. Love you, but <laughs> Love. we learned very little. We learned a lot from him as a person, not a lot about Latin. That would, That's re- that would be reflective of the ones and twos that uh, 90% of the class got on our AP tests. But nonetheless, we digress. We digress. But, uh, but I feel like it was a very valuable right. experience to go through that class. And we learned a lot, I think, emotional IQ type of skills from... I think our SAT scores also Mr. Raymond increased them even That's through true. osmosis, yeah. Osmosis. Okay, so today's episode is about how to stick with your New Year's revo- revolutions. <laughs> okay, resolutions. Today's episode is about how to stick with your New Year's resolutions and the reason why we're talking about it. Well, obviously, it's literally the second day of the year. And also, every year, it feels like you're starting anew, right? Everybody always says, oh, I can't wait for 2018 to be over 2017. Well, guess what? Every year brings its own set of problems, but also it brings its own set of opportunities to turn a new leaf or do something new. And I think it's great that, you know, we have this tradition of bringing a new year and feeling like we can shed some of the things that were with us in the past and start anew. It's a good thing for our brains. Well, everyone has the power to change. And we obviously believe that there's many other people that talk about this topic. And so that's why it's a great thing that we can start a new year and become a new you, uh, not to use that uh, now cliche in 2019, huh? So a year ago, literally today, no, it wasn't today at all, but a year ago, Sergey and I launched this very show that you're listening to right now, The Mentors, and we conceived of it during the holidays, and, you know, we there was some trepidation and some thoughts and feelings that we had around, well, are we going to quit on it? Is it something that we can keep on going with? But nevertheless, we decided to dive into it. And of course, it's a year later. We did stick with it. It's a New Year's resolution that uh, clearly worked. And so there were a lot of takeaways that we learned from this experience, but also we've had other resolutions that we've set, like losing weight or trying to meet more people or trying to get out of your comfort zone or finally acting towards building the business that you want to create or finally acting towards changing your careers. We've had all of this. Sometimes it doesn't happen exactly at the turn of the year. Sometimes it happens in the middle of the year, but there are ways to approach this that increase the chances that you're actually going to succeed and ultimately realize the resolution that you put forth for the year. I mean, the biggest thing that people talk about with New Year's resolutions is that they're cheap and that everybody goes to the gym that first month and then the the trips to the gym become less and less frequent and then you end up giving up. And that's why it's cheap. And is it really even worth it? And today we're here to tell you that it is worth it. You just have to tweak a little bit your approach so that the likelihood of you not giving up is is higher. And for Vadim and I, we're really now allergic to, on, to giving up on things because if you listen to our episode about the different businesses that we failed on, we have given up on a bunch of other stuff that we worked on. We think it's okay. We've given ourselves now permission to do that. But starting this podcast is one thing that we didn't want to give up on. We didn't want to release three episodes and then say, that's it. This is something we were really passionate about. And we'll tell you why. So this kind of leads me into the first thing you can do to make sure that you have a higher likelihood of success and actually not give up. And that first point is that you should have a big purpose, something that gets you excited to get up every day and excited 
to work on this thing, but it's equally as important to have something that's achievable, that's small, and having that big purpose being a little bit further away that you don't have to achieve it by a specific day. So it's okay to have a big, grandiose vision and purpose behind where you want to be, but your resolution itself needs to be an achievable goal. Yes, exactly. And so for us, that big goal is we got excited. You know, Vadim and I have put out some videos in the past on YouTube. Some of them did all right. And we have this dream, like we did some acting on the side. We have this big dream of someday having a TV show of our own or having like a Netflix show of our own. And that's just something that for us, we feel like someday we'll accomplish. And we wanted to get closer to that. We knew that we can't say, okay, we're going to accomplish this in 2018. That would have been impossible or very unlikely. And so we probably probably would have failed and been discouraged. So when we were talking to each other last year around the holidays is how do we get closer to someday having our own TV show? It's like, well, first step first, we got to start putting out more content out there and set ourselves apart as experts. That's something for us. That's innovation, entrepreneurship, leadership. That's something that we know a lot about and care a lot about. And so the goal that we set for ourselves in 2018 is 2018 is the year of content. In 2018, every single week for 52 weeks, we're going to create content in some way, shape, or form. And the medium that we chose is podcasting, and we decided, you know what? Podcasting is the thing that we're going to do every single week. Not that hard because it was just content. Just pushing out one piece of content a week between the two of us is something that we knew we could achieve. We're happy to say we released, I believe, what, 75 episodes in, in 2018 because we ended up moving to doing two episodes a week. But... We were told in the beginning of the year by some of our friends, you know what, why don't you commit to less episodes and so that you can do other types of work uh, or so that you have a higher chance of reaching it. But for us, making sure that we do something every single week was important and making sure that we're working towards that number 52 was important. Uh, and it was achievable, I yeah. feel like, as well. Because if we said we're going to do a show every single day, 365 episodes in the first year, that's a lot we would have gotten burnt out. But a yeah. weekly show where we set aside time every single week to do it seemed pretty achievable. I will say also, Vadim and I have had experience creating content in the past. It's not like we've never done content. We've written uh, blog posts for other publications as well. We've put out videos on YouTube. But the problem is for us, we always had done it for like two weeks, three weeks, and then we stopped. So for us, that 52 weeks was actually pretty symbolic. That was gonna. This was going to be the first time that when it comes to content, we wouldn't give up before the 52 weeks. And the closer we got to that 52 number, like by week 10, it was like, well, hey, we're through 10 weeks. That's only two and a half months. By week 20, 26, that's already halfway there. So that was a really powerful number for us. So Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk has one goal that he always talks about, which is I wanna, I'm gonna own the Jets someday, right? And he's been saying that ever since he started Wine Library TV. But that's his big audacious goal, and he's already accomplished a lot, right? He started a, a multi-million-dollar at uh, marketing agency. He wrote best-selling books. He's a sought-after speaker. He has a huge audience that he goes after. He hasn't reached his goal of owning the Jets yet, but that sort of thing at the end of the stick for him is something that he's working towards and it's great, but if he said that right away, I'm in, you know, within a year or even two years, I have the resolution of owning the Jets, it's you're just setting yourself up for failure. So make sure that your resolution is an achievable goal. If you want to, let's say, uh, lose weight and be healthier, don't say, I'm gonna have six back abs in three months. 
that's not really realistic. Make another resolution and say, I want to have a healthier life and be uh, more consistently going to the gym and eating better than not. And that's a more achievable goal that you're likely to reach. If you want to start a software business, don't have your goal be that I'm going to have a venture-funded, successful software company and have a ton of employees by the end of the year. No. Uh, Your goal should be that this year, I'm going to build a product, ship it, and get my first paying customer. I guarantee you that you'll achieve it this year if that's the thing that you set out to do. The next piece of advice that we have and what worked for us is having external accountability. In other words, make some promises to people or find other people that you can kind of bounce ideas around with or even commit to doing whatever it is you want to do with. And that should help you achieve your goal. So let's, I mean, a simple example is when you're going to the gym, a lot of times they say if you have a buddy that's also trying to lose weight and one day when you don't want to go to the gym and they go to the gym, that's going to make you feel guilty, right? And so you're more likely to go and vice versa. That level of accountability is more likely to get you to act on the things that you need to do to get you closer towards achieving your goal. So for us, in the beginning, it was just each other, right? Yep. Uh, every week we said we we're going to deliver this content. We divided some responsibilities. And because if Sergey did some work on the podcast and I didn't do any work that week, well, I would just feel bad and guilty. And because we were now accountable to each other to release an episode every single week, it made it more likely that I was just going to get on the ball and do work, even though maybe one day I wouldn't feel like it. Then... It was what? I think we, 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 start, we, we started committing things to your girlfriend, Jackie. Yes. Actually, before we even recorded our first episode, I told Jackie, Jackie, we need to get to 52. Don't let us give up until we get to 52. And every week we need to publish it. Now, I'll tell you that she didn't really ultimately even have to remind us to do it because what she did do is every time we posted an episode, she would listen, uh, she would share on her social platforms. And so that became for us an accountability. Well, Jackie is waiting for me to deliver this output. I told her I'm going to do it. I told her to keep me accountable to it. And at a certain point, it was just automatic. We knew we were going to do it regardless. And again, like I said, the more episodes we released, the more we knew we were going to continue releasing them. Not that it was easy. Sometimes, you know, we, by Saturday or Sunday... And we decided we would publish episodes every Wednesday. By Saturday or Sunday, we still don't have a guest or we still don't know a topic. And we're feeling discouraged. And we're like, what are we going to talk about? Ugh, I don't feel like doing it. But always having two of us, one of us would always bring the other one out of that funk and start generating ideas. And ultimately, we would end up with an episode by that by the end of that uh, period. And a lot of times, Jackie, who's now our producer, and Pumpkin, who is our producer in Woof, in, <laughs> is that a, uh, their dog, That's her title. Uh, they would be in the room too. And so we would be kind of wrestling with some ideas and Jackie would be like oh I like that and that would kind of motivate us to continue riffing on it too so having that next step of accountability helped another way that we held ourselves accountable is we pulled a contact list of all the contacts between me and Sergey that we have on Google and we sent an email to every single person in our list announcing that we were starting a podcast now Most people didn't respond, but a bunch of people did. We reconnected with a number of people, and they were excited that we were working on something new. A number of them shared it with their networks, and now, okay, well, these people are taking the time to share this uh, piece of news that we're launching a podcast. We're a little bit more accountable. We also would post a a lot on our own networks, too, like Facebook and LinkedIn works really well, too. And over time, people would start coming up to us. I mean, we would notice, obviously, our audience grow, but people would start coming up to us and telling us, oh, I love that episode, or oh, yeah, you know, you, you guys like the podcast, guys. I love what you're doing. And that really made us, again, more accountable because mm-hmm. 
people in our network were now seeing us as content producers. And last but not least, most certainly not least, the audience, you who's listening to our show right now, huge piece of accountability. You know, even when we had just 50 listens in an episode, it's like, wow, 50 people sat there and listened to an hour about what we had to say. And then, you know, 50 to 100 to 500 to 1,000, it's like, wow, there's actually people that are investing their time into listening to this. And it seems like we're changing lives since we're continuing to grow and people are uh, sharing our content. The least we could do is share it. The the least we can do is share our knowledge. And then that became a a sort of de facto accountability for us as well. Now, every single week, we have to do this because there's people in the world that actually care about uh, the things that our guests say and the things that come out during the episode. The next thing that will help you succeed in achieving your goal and ultimately being successful in your resolution is creating a process that you can stick with. So Sergey mentioned earlier that before we had some experience with content creation, like writing our own blogs or doing videos. And we had some videos that have 7,000, 10,000 views. They did pretty well, but it was hard to stick with that because video production is quite a lot of work. And it's work that we could do, but it was a lot of time commitment and it's not something we could commit to doing every single week. We decided audio, and, and this is kind of the line of thinking that we had when we were even coming up with this idea during the holidays before we launched The Mentors. We decided audio is actually something that's really achievable to us. We already have the equipment because we were musicians. We have the experience of editing video and audio is just easier because it's just sound. You don't have to worry about lighting. You don't have to worry about if somebody looked awkward in the video or something like that. And after a few episodes of doing audio, we realized it's something that we can actually, we're pretty good at because there's two of us. We're good at coming up with narrative. We can riff off of each other. And so there was just some ease that came in with doing this every single week, right? There wasn't huge hurdle in doing it. And so there was more likely that we were going to accomplish this as well. So what it is is for I think for yourself, just give yourself less chances that you're gonna give up on it because it's so hard. You know, if you've never done video production, the learning curve is high, and it's gonna take you a long time to produce each thing. You're just gonna be more likely to give up, give up on it later. If you tell yourself, "I'm gonna work a hundred hour weeks to try to get this done," and after the first hundred hour week, you're burnt out, you're ultimately probably not everyone, but most of us will be likely to give up on that. But if you do something that relates to the last point, which is an achievable process that you know every week that you'll work for at least a couple of hours of getting this content together or you know getting closer to starting your business or going for a walk outside if weight loss is your goal something that's achievable but that's a process that you can stick to is less of a chance that you'll give up ultimately there's a higher chance that you'll end up succeeding in that resolution at the end of the year and for example you know video is something that we are going to be focusing on in 2019 but even though we have experience with it and it helped us develop our expertise to create this podcast editing video you still have to edit audio uh, and so that made it easier for us here now we know that video content is important for us but it's not something that we have to do we're going to focus on audio and we're going to we're hiring help we've already worked with amazing video production companies and we're going to find and work with editors that can help us put together stories and narratives of the podcasts that we've done and the future recordings that we'll do but that way we'll have a partner for whom that is an expertise mm-hmm. that can focus on it create a higher quality product while we focus on what we're good at and what we enjoy. That's true. That's true. If you don't focus on the initial achievable steps that you can do yourself, you're not going to know what it is that you can delegate. And so for us, it took time to figure out, okay, at the end of the year, really now we did a bunch of planning over the last couple of weeks is when we figured out this is what we can delegate in 2019 to level up essentially. So again, going back to the working out analogy, you know, if you want to start going to the gym, uh, you don't have to get a membership at a hundred dollar a month gym. If that's going to be something that's hard 
hard for you to pay, create a process you can stick with. Find a 30-day video or 60-day video that you can commit to doing every day. T25, actually, me and Sergey did years yeah. ago. We helped, helped us lose weight because it was 25 minutes a day, and that was all you had to commit to, but you did have to do it every day. And it's easy to do because you can do it at home. There's no excuse. I have to leave, right? I have to go out into the snow or whatever. Create a process you can stick with, and there's a higher chance that you'll be able to stick with it and actually realize your resolution. The last two points that we're going to make are somewhat related, but also very, very critical to sticking to your resolutions, resolutions of any kind. And one is having or creating an opportunity for wins along the way. Small wins and big wins can be equally as powerful, we found. And the second is to actually have a consistent reward system in place. You can actually play tricks on your brain so that you have consistent rewards so that you're more likely to continue doing something. And that's actually a tip that I got by listening recently to an episode of the Tim Ferriss podcast with this gentleman, Scott Belsky, who started a company called Behance that he bootstrapped for five years five years without any outside funding where they grew really, really slowly and ultimately they were able to raise money and then ended up selling to a major company, Adobe, for hundreds of millions of dollars. But those first five years, there was no light at the end of the tunnel. They're like, definitely we're gonna get acquired. No, not at all. And somehow he had to keep his team pushing forward. And he talks about this as the messy middle. It's like, how do you get over that middle that there's a lot of uncertainty, there's hard work and not necessarily a a specific financial reward or the reward that you're looking for, like our reward of having, let's say, a, a TV show someday, right? And for him, it was creating these opportunities of wins and celebrating them with the team. So even if it was something small that a team member did, recognizing that that team member did that thing and showing to everybody that that was important. And the other thing is like the wins, like saying, okay, this month we want to hit let's say $15,000 in sales because last month we did 12 and make a little competition of it and make sure that people know that that's the number we're striving for. And at the end of the month, if, they, if you hit that number, people are going to be excited for for that month. Even though that doesn't mean you're a super successful business yet, it keeps you going. It keeps you excited for that period of time at the very least. And for Vadim and I, we created those small wins along the way by, you know, first of all, we played tricks on ourselves. Like we knew that uh, having listener numbers, was a good way. Like when our listener numbers went up, for us, that was a win. It was actually a built-in reward because you put out an episode, you 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 put in the work to develop some content and then it gets shared and then somebody that comes up to you later and, and remembers some piece of advice that you give or you get a bunch of listens from it mm-hmm. or somebody picks it up and writes an article about it or something. These are built-in yeah. rewards that made us more likely to keep on moving forward. And even like the number going up reward, like we just crossed a thousand followers on Instagram because every day I've been doing the work to grow that account. And just having that number go out gives me satisfaction at the end of the day or at the end of the month when I've achieved that. The other thing too for us was uh, going after other ways to grow our audience. So for example, in the first couple of months of this show, we've talked about this before, we started writing for a publication called Goalcast that has a pretty big reach. A couple of months after that, through outreach and through uh, certain work and, and building our network, we were able to get on Forbes and become contributing writers on Forbes and then later on uh, on Harvard Business Review through building relationships. And then we went to this conference that was really successful for us. So every two months or so, we would have these like bigger wins that for us was more validation that we should continue doing what we're doing. So if you, you know, we actually had to give ourselves the opportunity for those wins. We had to do the outreach to get those things. We had to build the networks to get those things. But give yourself the opportunity to have some of those bigger wins, more important wins along the way so that you at least have some validation. So let's say your goal is 
you know, I've been single for a long time and I finally want to get a girlfriend or I finally want to get a boyfriend. If you're making it a point now to start coming up to more women at the bar, if you're a woman or a man or whatever, if you're going out there to more events in person or going out more and trying to be more social and people are coming up to you asking you for your number or something like that, those are wins. And you should recognize that those are great wins. You might not yet be in a relationship. You might not have reached the goal of finding the love of your life or whatever it is. But it is a huge win if you went from doing nothing to all of a sudden getting three numbers that week or going on two dates. Even if they don't go anywhere, you're one step closer towards reaching your ultimate goal. And it's okay to not not only should you recognize that these are important wins, but also you should reward yourself, right? Tell your friends, hey, I just met somebody awesome, or, yeah, you know what, I had a crappy date, but now I know not to look for that in a person. It's it's going to help you talking through it with other people, and that sort of reward system is going to increase the chances of you moving forward with it, because now you know it's really not that hard or not that bad, and I'm glad I'm actually acting towards achieving my goal. I'll actually mention three books that come to mind that I've been reading in the last year or two that have really helped us with some of this thinking. One has been The Power of Habits. And I'm not going to tell you all the authors because I actually don't remember, but The Power of Habits, very cool book that teaches you how the brain works and how to trick yourself into actually learning a habit. The other one is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Stephen Covey, I believe, is the author of that. Uh, You might have heard of that one. Check it out. And the third one that I'm reading actually now is called Unlimited Power, and it's the first book that Tony Robbins wrote and he talks about how you can change your state and how changing your state ultimately can change different behaviors and you learn how to do it by modeling others. So what we tell you here today in this episode, you can start to model these things to actually start creating these habits that will hopefully help you stick to those resolutions at the end of the year. And look, another important thing to remember is that don't be too hard on yourself. Forming habits is hard and there's a lot of thinking out there that talks about how Creating habits is actually a cyclical thing. That's why a lot of people lose weight and then gain it again, lose weight and then gain it again. Of course, if you kind of take different approaches, you have a higher chance of keeping it off for a longer period of time. But don't be too hard on yourself. It's okay if you lose track a little bit along the way. Just try to course correct as soon as possible and get on the right track. So if you're losing weight, for example, Tim Ferriss talks about the slow-carb diet and building in a cheat day, right? Cheat days are really popular nowadays, but there's a really important reason for that. It's a way to reward yourself for the hard work that you're doing and also decrease the chances that you'll spiral out of control and just have an everyday cheat day. What I want to close with is that if you're listening to a lot of this and some of it is familiar, maybe some stuff is new, but a lot of it you've heard before in some way, shape, or form, don't discount the fact that it's the simple things like the simplest things sometimes and the littlest things that are the most important to take into account and actually start practicing so some of these things that we talked about like make it easy for yourself to do something with achievable goals like even playing tricks with yourself by giving yourself like a reward for example give yourself a piece of candy at the end of the at the end of the day if you did something that you're proud of right i mean that's just tricking your brain it's almost like going back to your brain development as a kid that's a little thing that somebody might dismiss as something that's childish but ultimately if that thing is what got you to achieve that thing and you're not going to have that bad snack unless you do something right that's one way of tricking your brain into actually performing an action and that is very valid so don't discount 
the simple things that you need to be doing to change some of these habits to be successful in achieving the goals that you have. For those of you that have set your resolutions for the year, we're proud of you and uh, we're hoping that day two is off to a great start. But if not, that's okay. There's no such real thing as a New Year's resolution. This is just time and space as we define it. In two months, you might realize you wanna reach a new goal. You can create a new resolution for yourself. But do keep in mind that Uh, There are ways to act towards it to make it more likely to actually achieve your goals. And if you ever veer off track, don't be too hard on yourself. We're only human. And we're happy to help. If you need somebody to stay accountable to it and you don't have anybody, send us an email. Give us a shout out on social media and we'll help you get back on track. Welcome to 2019. Have a wonderful year, but we'll be with you every single week to come. Thank you so much. And a happy new year. That's not even the right song. That's not a Christmas song. Whatevs. They get it. They got it. Cheers.